There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we'll be discussing episode 15 of season two of Resident Alien. Wow. Yeah. This was, was not expecting this. <laughs> no, it was so good. And I was like, wait a minute, what the hell is happening? I was confused with some of it. Yes. I don't know. I'm excited to see what's happening in the finale. Yep. Absolutely. Because did not expect to see Harry and the alien tracker working together to infiltrate the secret army base. That was pretty awesome. No, and then it really threw me with what they found there, too. It's like, yes. what? That was crazy. So, we know we're getting another season. Yes, we do. So, this, like, build is interesting. And then we're going to find out who... Did we ever find out who that alien was that was in with the government? Because he wasn't a gray. He was a Dr- Alpha Draconis, right? I think so. That's but I'm not 100% now I'm like, sure. Yeah. Hmm getting weird yeah okay. it is tough to keep up with who is who <laughs> right can i have a flow chart please yes but we'll get to all that we got all some right. ratings news yes we do this episode brought in a 0.05 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.579 million viewers making it the 96th rated cable show for the day over half a million viewers i'll take it yeah this episode so 15 good. best of enemies Harry has an unexpected partner as he tries to infiltrate a military base to find his alien baby. Well, we open with a flashback featuring young Peter Bach and his wife two years after aliens abducted their baby. They celebrate their son's would-be second birthday, complete with an ornate cake. Suddenly, Peter's wife disappears, reappearing seconds later, looking disheveled and out of sorts. You think? She tearfully claims she saw their son, who's now among the extraterrestrials who stole him. That was really messed up because if you're thinking, whatever, this isn't happening, then they cut to the cake and you see that the candles had burned down to nothing. Yes. I mean, granted, those burn fast, but still, it's like, okay, so you do see the time changing. Yes. But it's like, why would they take her? That's so weird. Yes. Now we're back in the present where Kate finds Ben on the doorstep of their home after a night of sleepwalking. Ben explains that he sleepwalked a few times as a child and would always have the same dream while doing so. His family looms above him while he lies in bed with a broken leg. Ben tries to ask for help, but no sound comes out of his mouth. Well, that's a little scary. So I'm going to stop you for one second. Sure. Like, when this was happening after we just seen, my thoughts went to is Ben the baby. Right. 
Did you think that too? Like somehow Ben was stolen and like he was like switched or something. And it was just like, this is too weird that they're putting this together right here. Right. Yeah. It's very possible that Ben may have been abducted without ever knowing it. Yeah. Like I said, I was thinking he was the alien hunter's baby. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, what? This is crazy. Yeah, that would have been. Meanwhile, Darcy whips up some breakfast for Dan and Asta as a thank you for letting her stay with them. Asta foregoes delicious blueberry pancakes in favor of coffee. And we learn that Darcy underwent detox from prescription pills while staying with the 12 Trees family and now attends group meetings to assist in her recovery. At least she got some help. After Darcy departs momentarily, Asta urges Dan to kindly give Darcy the boot asserting her BFF will only grow if she experiences the real world, i.e. returning to work. Darcy seems hesitant to go back to the 59, and understandably so. I was actually a little surprised that she didn't want to go back to the 59. Right, yeah, that's kind of her home away from home. Right. Asta feels if Darcy continues staying with them, they're enabling her. So next, Harry goes about his day while holding Peter Buck captive in his bunker. We see the trapped alien tracker on Harry's baby monitor. Asta barges into Harry's cabin, informing him that it's safe to return to the clinic. According to Liv, Peter skipped town. Harry attempts to conceal the truth from his best friend, but unfortunately, his lying skills are in dire need of refining. He cannot tell a lie. (laughs) (laughs) He's so bad at all of it. Yes. A bewildered and shocked Asta finds Peter in Harry's bunker. Peter reveals how Harry extracted the tracking chip from his neck. Over 20-something years, Peter and his wife could visit their son periodically. Now that the chip is gone, he can't see his kid. Of course, Asta empathizes with Peter, so she unties his restraints much to Harry's dismay. Asta believes they should work together. Peter vows not to kill Harry if the latter refrains from killing him. Yeah, I just felt like that was going to go totally awry. Yeah, I was not trusting that either. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Meanwhile, Mike finds Ben asleep at his desk. Ben reveals his sleeping troubles to the sheriff, who tries to guide the mayor. Harry makes food for himself and Peter. A resident alien rubs his eyes after cutting onions. So Peter did try to stop him. And this brief moment between Harry and Peter was hilarious. I was like watching this. And then when you see the here, I'll do it. I'm like, "Uh oh, yeah, this this is not going to work out the way we want them to. Right. Yeah. Peter with a knife that that was had a a lot of potential for going upside down real quick. Mm hmm. Now, Peter learns about Harry's alien child who the government kidnapped. Peter mentions McAllister and her organization, how they're not a federally sanctioned organization. It's all hush-hush. The alien tracker also tells Harry about McAllister's people rejecting him when he tried to contact her. There is no general here. Yeah. Harry muses that if Peter brought something of value to the base, i.e. him, Perhaps McAllister will grant Peter access to the facility. It's team-up time. Now Harry can learn everything he needs to know about the Greys and rescue his alien son. Not that he cares about the alien baby. 
Later, Asta finds a note in the wake of Harry and Peter's hasty departure for McAllister's base, revealing if they fail this mission, everyone will die. Oh, but no it's pressure. No yeah, pressure. But, but it's okay because she can watch stuff on Harry's TV. You know, like just, Law and Order. Yeah. Yeah, just like, <laughs> just know that it's most likely all Law and Order. Meanwhile, Mike details the pros and cons of dating Lena Torres to live, who's mentally preoccupied at the moment. She's worried about Peter, who hasn't updated his site recently. Perhaps the alien he was tracking kidnapped him and is holding him hostage. If you only knew how right you are, Liv. <laughs> it's like, well. Asta arrives home to find Darcy and Dan playing video games, which is the opposite of kindly asking Darcy to leave. Asta no shows her dad Harry's letter. They can't do anything about it now, so Dan returns to his gaming party with Darcy. Judy bursts into the house with snacks aplenty, much to Darcy and Dan's delight. It looks like a good time, except for Asta. <laughs> Next, Peter and Harry pulls into the front gate of McAllister's secret facility. The general peeks at Peter's bargaining chip, and we see Harry in a cage shrieking and rattling its bar bars in his alien form. That was a very small crate. Yes. Like, uh, uh, how did he squish himself into that? Exactly. Area? Yeah, because that was maybe large dogish. You know, maybe a Great Dane could have been in there, but yeah, Harry's a hell of a lot bigger than a Great Dane. McAllister grants Peter twenty minutes to make his case while her soldiers take Harry to a cell. Then Harry breaks free of his cell, wreaking havoc on the military base. That was hilarious. Yes, it was. Peter handcuffs McAllister to the ta to a table, and he scrolls through her organization's database, hoping to find info on the Greys, Harry's child, and his son. Meanwhile, Kayla and Kate toast their to their temporary restraining order against the resort getting approved. Yeah, it's like, well, that was a major switch from what we were just dealing with. Yes, it was. Liv hangs out with them at the pub while waiting for her husband, John, to arrive. Liv discloses the severity of Ben's sleepwalking as a child, initially unbeknownst to Kate. Again, this has got to be something with the aliens. Yep. So weird. Later, while storming the facility, Harry finds the team of soldiers he took on last time laying unconscious on beds. He wakes them by touching one of their ankles, forming a singular connection between them and his alien powers. When they all encounter McAllister's guards in a darkened corridor, Harry unleashes his newly obtained, formerly unconscious forces on them. Okay, that was funny because it happens right after he's like, over here, douchebags. Yeah. And it's yes. like, okay, you're flipping them off, but you only have like three fingers or whatever, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, meanwhile, Harry encounters Giorgio Socolossus, who McAllister also captured. I could not believe they took this guy. Yes. This was hilarious that he's on there again. Yep. Especially after, you know, he introduces himself. He's like, oh, yeah, hey, I was the guy who was eating all your fruit. And it's like, what? Oh, my God. Yeah, Harry and, fanboyed out a little bit there. Yes, he? it was hilarious. Cause, yes, um, it was. Oh, my gosh. How do you say it? Uh, I think yeah. that's how you pronounce it. But I'm like. In Ancient Aliens, his hair is always up. That was like his thing. And it, the joke was like, as the seasons got 
um, more progressive, his hair got bigger and more up. He looked like a Super Saiyan at some point. Yes. But it's like, how is his hair still up? Is it this, maybe that's his alien power? Right. But I absolutely loved it because they're both laughing. And then when he, Sikolos hugs him. Yeah. And Harry's just like, yeah, I'm not really a hugger. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how do I get out of here? And I'm sorry, this was just the funniest moment. And he's like, oh, yeah, down the hall, turn left past the dead guy. Okay, yeah, thanks. And then you just hear him walking off going, I knew they were real. And like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) That was like the best that they have him in here. And it wasn't just once. Right. Twice. And that was just absolutely genius. And I love that he played along for that. Yes, it was amazingly awesome scene. And how he's just like so cool about the oh past that guy yeah okay thanks do to do to do yeah like, no big deal right? things <laughs> like, are blowing up and exploding and he just kind of walks off <laughs> oh, it was just the best i i love that they had him in there and Sukulos is like a fave of some of my friends because they right. got into ancient aliens way before me so knowing yep. that he has this little comedic side to chef's kiss you know yes. well next Harry finds the baby sitting in a child's playroom. And of Did course, they just have that ready. What the hell is that? Yes. Is happy to see his papa hops onto Harry's head and reconnects him with the message he gave to himself after traveling in time from the future. Harry feels inexplicable love for the adorable extraterrestrial, a burgeoning attachment to something he didn't care about before. And a montage plays out featuring Harry loving on its kind, on his kind. It's Fifty Shades of Cute. It was adorable, but at the same time, were you thinking like, okay, can you can you hurry it on? Can you get out of the room? Get moving! Yes. So I'm like, <laughs> I, at any moment, I was waiting for the door to be like slammed shut, and they were stuck in there again. Right. Then Ben the nods off behind the wheel, and we see his vehicle swerve off the road. That's not good. Oh, my gosh. I was very worried about that. Yeah. Asta pulls Dan aside for a heart-to-heart, hoping he'll finally talk to Darcy about moving out. However, Dan turns the table on his daughter, ordering her to leave. After all, she's an adult. Dan coming in with the unexpected move. Yeah, that kind of threw her. She's like, wait, what? Not me. Yeah. (laughs) Huh? Peter learns his son Robert is among those imprisoned on McAllister's base and leaves in search of him. He finds Robert among the melee. Hairlock eyes with Peter calling out for his son. I was dying because right before this, you had McAllister like, let me go. I can help you. It's like, really? Yeah, not on your life, lady. You took my kid. I'm supposed to believe that you can help me now. Hmm, Probably not. We go back. Asta and Darcy lying in bed together while in reminiscing mode. Darcy compares her life to the statically blurry images on her grandma's TV while Asta vows to always hold Darcy's antenna. That was a little awkward. (laughs) But it was cute because it's like, yeah, you remember how we had to hold the rabbit ears for her stories? Yeah. Yeah. And then it came into focus. Like, okay, great metaphor. Kind of weird. But again, it just seems like, okay, it's not over the top kind of stuff because they're just friends and they've been friends for a long time. And I don't know about you. I 
say weird, semi-comforting kind of things like, well, kind of like that to my friends. It's like, I will always make sure I get you out of this hellhole that is pharmacy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I did. I did it. Yep. The besties (laughs) decide to move in together. Their friendship is so wholesome and sweet. It is. Kind of like give me me a cavity sweet, but still like it. Meanwhile, Joseph spots Robert ordering him to turn away from his father. While it hasn't been explicitly stated, I still believe Joseph is of the Alpha Draconia species. Okay, I thought it was stated at one point. Yeah, I think it was too. But then again, there's so much. It could be something totally different we don't even know. Right. Anyway, Robert refuses to listen to Joseph reuniting with his father. Joseph brandishes his gun and fires on Robert, but Peter takes the bullet instead. Then Harry angrily chokes Joseph, holding him high in the air. And this is for you, Peter, you draconian douchebag. (laughs) Harry drops Joseph, and we see Harry's newly minted followers descend upon the alien. Next, Harry... Alien baby and Robert encircle Peter when he die, while he dies. Peter makes Harry promise to save Robert. Peter only spent a few minutes with his son before perishing. After Peter's untimely death, Harry, alien baby, and Robert run into McAllister, who trains her weapon on them. Harry, apparently in a choking mood, lifts McAllister off the floor by the throat before dropping her. I thought the baby was going to stop him. Right. But didn't seem like that. Yep. Meanwhile, we see Ellen taking care of Ben after his accident. Kate frantically arrives on the scene, relieved at the sight of her living, breathing husband. Kate believes something's got to give, so she vows to step away from the resort business and wholeheartedly support Ben. But Ben wants Kate to follow her heart. His life flashed before his eyes during his accident, and all of his most treasured memories took place in patience. Ben decides to abandon the resort thing. Lev checks out camera footage for evidence of Peter's disappearance. She spots him in a black van with a mysterious someone. We only see the arm, but the plaid sleeve is undoubtedly Harry's. Speaking of which, Harry drives the baby and Robert away from the facility. And it's awesome that he's honoring Peter's last wish by caring for his son. Well, he at least is getting him out of there. Yeah, we'll figure out what's happening that after that. Right. Then the whole town shows up to support Ben at the clinic. Ben, who didn't believe anyone truly cared about him, saved his wife, received an onslaught of visitors with Darcy, Asta, Dan, Judy, Michaela, Mike, Liv, and more checking in on the mayor. And Judy had to leave her beer outside, though. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that was great a really episode. sweet moment. Yeah. And then yeah. don't forget, the alien baby had taken the alien ball. Right. Apparently ate through the back of, of the safe and like swallowed it. It's like, what the? F-? Yes. <laughs> that's kind of funny. So I'm guessing that's going to come into play or something. Yeah, it, I'm sure it will. Well, now I'm to- so confused with what's going to happen next, though. Yeah, I know. It's still wide open. Yeah. So. No telling what's going to happen in the finale. Well, I'm sure I'm not the only one that has questions. No. We would love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season. Our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m. Eastern every Friday during the season. 
You can send your feedback via email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com. Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us, as there are a few other Resident Alien podcasts out there. Tell your friends and hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcasts. You can check everything out over at www.fangirlzone.com. You can check out our podcast page to see all of our podcasts. We have many. And you can check out our contacts page with all of the ways to get a hold of us. Because, again, we have many ways to get a hold of us. And we will gladly answer you even between seasons. Because I know everybody else has some theory of what's going to happen. So I'm excited. Yes. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk. I'm Steve. Asta always does the right thing. It is her most annoying trait, that, and she never lets me kill anyone. I'm Sean Fangirl S, and until next time.